The following program is intended for mature audiences. Listener discretion is advised. The views expressed are those of the panelists and not necessarily those of the sponsors, Broadway Media, or any school district, their respective managements or employees. Geekshowpodcast.com, brand new episode for you. Now, the names of the episode are oftentimes things that have been said in the episode. And um, the <laughs> I, I, what I do is, as we talk, I, I make notes of things that have made me chuckle. And the only reason that this episode is not called Chipmunk Hunk versus the Thanos Hole is because it's too long. I'd like to think that on a personal level, you know the name of the episode is Chipmunk Hunk versus the Thanos Hole. When on your player, it'll just read the Thanos hole. All right. But know that Chipmunk Hunk is not to be left out of that. All right. Uh, we <laughs> Fine show. Everybody showed up. We were all here. Well, no, Lee wasn't here. Uh, I, people hate it when I do that. I'm sorry. <laughs> Lee wasn't here. He had a prior commitment. And so our friend Mike Anderson joined us. And uh, stick around because Mike tells you all about his trip to uh, Southern California to uh, Avengers Academy and all of the things that he did down there. So uh, stay with us for that. Mike's a good guy. He's one of the best. So uh, thank you. Uh, and speaking of Mike, he helped us uh, set up the link for GeekShowGotThisCovered.com. It's our Patreon. And you should go there and we'll, uh, we're, we're all having kind of scheduling problems right now, so we're a little slow, but we will get there. We'll get there with the Moon Knight Episode 4 breakdown and the Batman as well. All coming up. If you just be patient with us, thank you so much. Uh, also, merch. It's there at geekshowpodcast.com. Uh, we love seeing our logo out in the wild. Our, as I've been told by many printers, our overly complicated logo out in the wild. <laughs> uh, this podcast remains free thanks to our friends at the Nerd Store and Dr. Volt's Comic Connection. Don't forget about free comic book day. It's back May 7th, the first Saturday in May. It's going to be an amazing event at both stores. You don't want to miss a thing. So remember, that's the Nerd Store at the Valley Fair Mall and Dr. Volt's at 2043 East, 3300 South. If it's worth reading, it's in a comic book. All right, let's get to it. Chipmunk Hunk versus the Thanos Hole. Please to enjoy. Welcome back to our respective basements. Hi, everybody. Hi. Hello. 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 Look, everybody looks so good. Everybody's here. Oh, Jay is Jay is here. Hi, Jay. What's up? What's up? What you, what you eating there, buddy? I'm Chipotle. I'm not the charcuterie god like you. you, know? <laughs> you how many glasses of wine god. with your? How many glasses of wine with your Chipotle? Um, two Red Bulls. I mean, <laughs> yeah. Now you're talking. Yeah. yeah, rojo toro, as we like uh-huh. to say, toro de rojo. Oh, I'm not it's, sure if that's Jackson yeah. standard. It's uh, it's after it's after twelve there on the East Coast. You could have some. Yeah, red I mean, red I'm back on the back on the East Coast. I was in Salt Lake City for a hot minute. Had some had some Virginia. I had mm. had Apollo burger and Crown burger. I didn't give a shit. 
Wow. I decimated my body. Those are two warring factions there. Yeah. Well, next time you got to come back and get the really good stuff. Astro Burger. Okay. Oh, now that's that's another family. That's the Astro Burger. No, no, no. The Astro Burger Pastrami Burger is the superior pastrami burger. Them's fighting words is what I will will die on this hill. (laughs) (laughs) Weird hill to die on, but okay. Can we do the Can we do the Albertos Betos? That's a whole whole other ball of wax. (laughs) Karen will watch you die on that. Tribune has actually done that for us. You know, that's fine. Really. When, you come, when, you, when you're back in town, if you want to get a burger, hit me up, Jay. We'll go to Astro Burger, have the best pastrami burger you've ever had. What I just is, imagine, uh, I just imagine uh, us dying on that hill and Carrie's looking down with binoculars, eating charcuterie. And like, I was going to say, yeah. what is charcuterie? <laughs> if you mean, you mean adult yeah. Lunchables. Yes, <laughs> yeah, exactly. That's what charcuterie it's exactly is. Exactly what it is. Like. Quick story. Uh, I just got, I just got yeah. back from the road, uh, which, by the way, I got a bunch of new shows coming up, so make sure you check yeah. uh, my social media at It's Jay Whitaker and It's Jay Whitaker.com. I got a bunch of shows. More on the way. But um, I was doing a dry bar show in dry bar comedy. Uh, uh, they do. We did a show in Peekskill, New York. Dry bar is known for clean comedy. So I don't do. I'm not a clean comic. I, but I can work clean. And so mm-hmm. I do most of a PG-13 set. But this particular set was family friendly. So we get a lot of family friendly audiences, church goers, pastors, uh, everything. It's a good time. Mm-hmm. I did about a half hour after the show in Peekskill, New York, at the Paramount Hudson Valley Theater, wonderful theater. I get a person that comes up to me and they're like, oh, my God, we love clean comedy. Thank you so much for not swearing. It's nice to hear some good comedy. And I noticed this woman's shirt because she had a shirt that says fisting makes me come alive. And it was Kermit the Frog. Yeah. And I was just like, cool. I'm glad that you love family friendly comedy. But she she <laughs> was seeking out the family <laughs> The family mm-hmm. content. So you yep. My kids out. gave me this shirt. The best it's part is, Muppets. I asked her, I was like, what do you do for a living? She is a school teacher. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> you think she wears that to you, class? So, I don't know. But, but here's my question. Do you think she knows what? I, th- I would bet she didn't. Yeah, I, I bet no, you're right. No, I she, right. no. I asked her, I was like, do you, are you aware? And she's like, oh, yeah. And she's like, I'm with this We shit. just like, like clean comedy. Yeah, she like, honestly. Clean, I agree with, clean comedy I agree and with. dirty fucking shirts. <clears throat> mm-hmm. It's hard to find clean. Honestly, stand up comics these days, it's it is hard to find like clean comedy. Like whenever it when is. I do stand up, which is rare now, I never do dirty jokes. I don't do like mm. suicide jokes. I don't do like sex jokes. I don't do anything right. like that because everybody else does it. Right. I work clean. I love it. Great. Well, I'll That's be announcing my one-man show about breakfast cereal very soon. I just want you to know that. Uh, what, what's your, uh, yeah? What's your schedule, Jay? I saw you. We, we uh, Geek Show retweeted it to uh, the Twitter yeah. uh, feed. It's just a lot. I'm gonna be uh, there's. I got the Nantucket Comedy Festival, the Rogue Island Comedy Festival. I'm gonna be back at Salt Lake. Uh, San Diego's coming up in August. Uh, there's some Texas stuff that I'm working um, working in. Um, hopefully, I'll get down to uh, Texas. See Courtney. What's up? So um, hopefully all is well. That's all right. it. This thing makes me come alive. That's Man, right. Whole. Let's get it. <laughs> she only works clean. She's Rebecca Frost. Ooh, ooh, thank you for joining us this week as it is my birthday week. On, oh. It is my birthday on Wednesday. Go off clean. Mm-mm, the Jesus year. I'm turning 33. And Shannon, I'm going to need to borrow your hat because I learned from an article where... A cat is going to be the mayor of Hell, Michigan. If you pay a hundred dollars, 
you too can be the mayor of Hell, Michigan for a day. So that's what I'm doing on my birthday. <laughs> well, right. here we go. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday, Rebecca. Happy birthday to you. I have okay. a list of executive orders I'd like you to enter. Apparently, when you they mayor. apparently. Okay, here's what I'm gonna do. Legalize it. Uh, trans kids, all safe here. Um, let's see what else. Weed related offenses. Everybody's out. Uh, let's work on affordable housing. Um, what else? What else? What else? Bike lanes? People into that, right? <laughs> if it'll keep them out of the regular road, sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but apparently, I'll... apparently they do like call you throughout the day and they're like, hey, we got a question about. <laughs> so I don't know. We'll see. Wow. Yeah, I will. Uh, I'll send this uh, with Jen to you on awesome. Monday. Thank All right. You. Uh, he uh, has a hat that says he's the mayor of Hell, Michigan. He's Shannon Barnson. Well, yeah. Turn your phone off there. Uh, I am, Carrie. <laughs> Jesus. It's just the rest of us, we're all set, you know. Yeah, I, and I'm the asshole. Okay, anyway. Yeah, um, okay. Fuck. Anyway, I had a story. I don't feel like telling it now. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Uh, Tony, hi. Claude T, too tall Tony. Hey. I don't have a story. <laughs> oh, great, Check Tony. me out on Twitter at Quad T Tony or on Very the cool. Gadget Spot podcast. All right, and joining us, uh, sitting in for Lee George Cade, is our friend Mike Anderson. Hey guys, our, our attorney. Just keeping it hey. warm for Lee. Hey, uh, a couple things to plug, actually. Um, yes. What? I don't think I've ever done this. If you want to follow me, yes, yes, on social it. media, I'm MSA Esquire on Twitter. Uh, check out a band called The Yesternights. Yes. Um, and a song called Guardrail. There's new stuff coming soon that's sort of synthwave, high-energy stuff. Um, and then finally, The Secret of Skinwalker Ranch premieres on May 3rd, the third season of that show. It's now uh, the biggest show on the History Channel. So, wow. Um, and I am involved in that, and uh, we're proud of what we're doing. So check that out, too. Where, cool. Real quick, where can they find your music? Because people need to hear it. Seriously, good yes, driving it's really music. Good. It's it's everywhere. Uh, you can consume music. So uh, Apple Music, Spotify, Title, uh, YouTube, whatever you prefer. Go spell it so folks can find it. It's the Yesternights. Y e s t e r n i g h t. Uh, I thought it was a word that my daughter made up, and uh, turns out it was a real word. She was talking about going to grandma's yesternight. I thought, hey, that's cute. If I ever released music again, I'd use that as the name. And then uh, turns out that's, it's a real word. That's funny because you're a lawyer, but she seems to be smarter than you. <laughs> Pretty much everybody in my life is smarter than me. Rebecca. Coming in hot. Is that, is that one of those old English words where old has an E at the end? <laughs> yeah. 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 Yesternight. Yesternight uh -huh. we went down to Thanos' hole and got wasted. Yes. The, the closest... I've heard to that is in a police song. It's a uh, yesterday night he talks about. But anyway, all right. Uh, let's uh, let's get. I have a way. band oh. name. You do. It's, it's called it's called Major Kitty. Meow. Yeah, I, I, that's, that's gonna be my band. I was gonna go with Manhole, but that's <laughs> no, that's a good one. But oh, but our band name is we we have a host. We have a host. <gasps> oh, that's a band name right there. It's yeah. not a very good one, but. <laughs> yeah. We I'm sure it's available. Jackson. Uh, Monday, Monday through Friday, 6 to 10, x96.com for now. All right. Uh, let's start with Thor, Love, and Thunder. Because we all saw the trailer last week. Drop. I watched it begrudgingly. 
for you Begrudgingly. guys. Thanks, Tony. Stop You're watching welcome. trailers. I know. I want to. movies for you. Uh, that's <laughs> what I've been saying for years, but I got to watch because I got to participate. Well, you need to tell the uh, millions of people that watched it. It uh, In the first 24 <laughs> hours of release, 209 million views. Wow. In the first 24 hours across all digital platforms. Now, that's, that's, uh, that's an impressive number. Still not the big one, of course. Infinity War, 230 million. Endgame, 289 million. But the... Tony, share my screen. But the crown... Oh. But the winner being the Spider-Man... No Way Home, which reached uh, 355.5 million views in the first 24 hours. I'm with it. Dang. So, yeah, tell all those people, Mike, to not watch trailers. <laughs> I <laughs> watch any trailers. Tell them. <laughs> I, I, here's a hill I will die on, because I okay. think people set their expectations um, in a way that, that ruins the movie. And I... I was a film major 20 years ago, so I'm trained in, you know, plot structure and all that kind of stuff. And when I see trailers, I just, you know, take all those clips and I place them in sequence based on how the movie should yeah, go. And I even if too. I even if they don't spoil the movie, once I know where we start and yeah. I've seen all the things that are to come, I kind of know where the movie's going. And so years ago, I just stopped watching trailers and there's not a movie I can't just enjoy, you know, it, it can be a horrible movie and still a romp, you know, um, hmm. but uh, anyway. Well, I, uh, then don't watch the new <laughs> Lightyear trailer. Yeah. Oh yeah. I heard people, I heard internet is mad. Why are they so mad about this? Well, we haven't even, we, no mention of this, this, this. Oh, now? let's, yo, let's, yeah. Let's talk about that before we go Wait, to Lightyear. Real quick. Not even a mention of Buff Jane. Oh, Buff no, Jane was, looking yeah. good. I mean, look at him delts. All right. Brought, brought her back to the franchise. Yeah. This great. is going to be a great little storyline. You see the cracks in Mjolnir there. The, mm -hmm. So it's been reassembled, clearly. Uh, but, uh, yeah, she's... Uh, I was... Uh, I mean, I've seen some Photoshop pictures of her. <laughs> Buff workout Photoshop pictures of, of Jane going around the internet. And uh, I was just... Uh, I, I was thrilled that she would... Uh, you know, for a Marvel movie, A, come back, B, put in the effort to get all buff and everything. I think that's pretty cool. Yeah. Yeah, all I right. can't wait. Uh, Lightyear. So we got another Buzz Lightyear trailer. Pixar's Lightyear, excuse me. Um, and everyone is still asking, what exactly is this? All right. So they finally cornered the director and said, explain yourself, sir. What explain is this? Yourself. Get over here. I hope it's the explanation I have in my brain. What what is it? I'm curious. Here's what I want to see out of that movie. The, in the first in the first two minutes, I want to see uh, Andy as a kid walking into the theater to watch a Buzz Lightyear movie, and that's what we're watching. We're watching a movie within the movie universe. You are correct. Yeah. <laughs> that is exactly cool. what it is. Awesome. I don't know if this is from the article. I just saw somebody say this. Apparently, it's like his Star Wars. Yes, mm. exactly. Here's Perfect. here's yeah. here's the explanation for what Lightyear is. Buzz is a space toy voiced by Tim Allen, and that boy named Andy <clears throat> is gifted it for his birthday. But why did Andy want a Buzz Lightyear toy? Well, this movie explains that Buzz was the main character of Andy's favorite movie. That movie was called Lightyear, and that is the movie that we are going to be seeing. 
So the Angus, Angus McLean, the writer and director, explained, he says, one day after eating corn on the cob with my father, okay, okay. I saw a movie... <laughs> I saw a movie that changed my life, Star Wars. After I saw Star Wars, all I wanted to play was Star Wars. All I wanted to draw was Star Wars. Star Wars was my religion, and it lasted for years. I've always wondered, what movie was Buzz from, and why couldn't we just make that movie? So that's what we did. Lightyear is a movie, the movie that Andy saw that changed his life, Andy's Star Wars, a sci-fi epic designed to inspire a new generation. So that's what this is. This, this is what we'll be seeing. That's actually, it actually looks great. Genius. That's cool. It's it's a cool concept. I think. Yeah, that's because I mean it's a, it really busts the franchise wide open. You know, and you know I, I mean? and like, I think yeah, and I think we're going to get the scene that you want, Tony. I think we're going to get yes. Andy sitting down and hopefully plopping in a, a VHS tape. Yeah. <laughs> or at the, or, the the very end, there's a coda right where he stands up in the theater and or, you know oh, credits roll, and then yeah. Andy stands up and walks out or something. That would like be that. cool too. Something, yeah, something like that would be just amazing. But uh, anyway, so that's what it is. He says, "I imagine this was the movie, and then later there was a spinoff cartoon, and that then the Toy Story toy was made off of that cartoon design." That very much was the way it would be in the 80s and 90s. There would be a big-budget movie, like a serious movie, and then it would get ported to a TV show. It's not diminishing anything about it, but it does feel like the events of what happens on the back of the package for Buzz Lightyear the toy that don't happen in this movie. And we do have a Buzz Lightyear cartoon that was made. Yep. So that was, it's all canon. It's all yeah. coming together. Made it. For, the, uh, for the Lego nerds, there are some really cool um, Lightyear Lego sets coming out here pretty soon, including the, oh, I saw the new them. ship. They look great. I think it's uh, in a week or so. They're all. Did you see the Lego um, Skywalker uh, Tatooine ship? Yeah. Do... Yeah. Oh, okay. man, I see that. The Ultimate Collectors. Yeah, I'm not one of those people, so I don't know. <laughs> no. <laughs> Netflix. What are we... Hold on. One of those people? Yeah, Explain one of those people. Yeah, she said it. <laughs> I'm glad all my Lego sets are over there just out of frame. I said what I said. <laughs> I love it. Netflix. Uh, Mike, what, what happened with Netflix this uh, this week? Um, oh, do we have like 45 minutes to go through all this? They, <laughs> no, we do not. Uh, let's see. They're adding advertisements. They are increasing uh, or adding additional pricing tiers, which means, you know, increasing prices by another yeah. name. And they have uh, uh, tossed a lot of their projects, uh, principally nearly all of the animation that was uh, in process. That's yeah. Crazy. And is it, their stock dropped, apparently. And um, 47% or something? They lost subscribers for the first time. And they've, they've been highly leveraged um, uh, as a growth, you know, they're a growth company. So the, they're typically very leveraged, a lot of debt. They're depending on the growth in order to justify stock prices and so forth. And mm. so <clears throat> to lose subscribers in any quarter is uh, really bad for them until, you know, they're not a growth company anymore, which is years mm. in the future. So uh, that caused investors to panic and there was a big sell-off and now they're making a bunch of changes, which yeah. were probably in the works anyway, but... Um, you know, it's well, the timing's well, not great. Well, see, here's the interesting thing: is that uh, according to uh, a report, Netflix has canceled the long-suffering animated adaptation of Bone from Jeff Smith. You know, the comic book Bone. It's too bad. Yeah, that, that could have been good. 
Um, Netflix has canceled its plans for Bright 2, according to Bloomberg. Just so stupid. Like, the fact that Will Smith is, like, all of his projects are getting canceled, honestly, I think it's stupid. (laughs) I agree. I agree. Uh, Well, NetGeo has delayed the start of production uh, following the slap, but it's still happening. Netflix has abandoned plans to make a sequel. They say it's unrelated to the incident. They say it's strictly a financial thing. But here's the weird part. Wall Street Journal reporting Netflix has allotted a $30 million budget for each episode of Stranger Things Season 4, which is doubling the $15 million per episode HBO afforded on Game of Thrones on the final Dag season. Yo. So they Who are even cares about Stranger Things still? I watched the first season, and that's where I ended. Me too. Same. I still watch it. I think I it's cool, it. but I don't is think it's it $30 million yeah. an episode cool. Apparently that is a season... lot of money. $30, $30 million is a is a good... Uh, middle tier uh, theatrical release. Yeah, yeah. And 30, this is 30 per to 50. Episode. Yeah, this is per episode. And that's so per that's, episode. That's wild. And and Netflix. Let me let me since I'm keeping the chair warm for Lee. Let me yes. play Lee for a second and talk oh, about oh, budgets. Yeah, right. there to go. There it is. <laughs> so, is, uh, the, the I think the the main complaint is not so much what the, if the budgets are too low or too high. The main issue with Netflix and their series is that they don't like to go past, say, season two or three, typically, because that's the point where you know where a property is a hit or not. And when the actors, cast, crew, all of that stuff, they start asking for pay raises. So Netflix, they have traditionally overpaid on the front end, and then they, they want the properties to develop so they have content on the platform, and then they've axed the show's you know, once they get to a point where people are starting to ask for raises. So I'm fascinated that Stranger Things got the money. I think that tells you how successful Stranger Things has been because mm-hmm. there have been other successful Netflix shows that haven't made it that far. And everybody wonders why, you know, we love this show. It had an audience. Where did it go? Well, people started asking for raises and Netflix. Uh, they, these are, I obviously have no direct insight into these specific conversations, but mm-hmm. uh, for the record. But uh, the rumors and, and um, you know, through the grapevine, you hear that so-and-so <laughs> asked for a raise, and, and uh, that's what got the show canceled. Well, and it's because of this whole, you know, financial trouble that they're in this week. They're probably not going to get the live-action Voltron movie. Uh, it looks like it's probably going to Amazon because Bezos has most of the money. Uh, and, uh, yeah, so that's where that looks like that's going. It was a bidding war for a live-action Voltron movie. I never thought I'd say that sentence. Oh, no. Where'd my picture go? (laughs) There it is. A bidding war for live-action Voltron. I want it. I can hear Uh, Egg screaming right now. Look at the jaw on that guy. Who is that? Yeah, who is that That's um, the guy making it. (laughs) (laughs) I believe this is the guy making it. Oh, Oh, so that's the director. This is uh, Ross and Marshall Thurber. Is that who that is? Yeah, he's both of them. He is. He is. Uh, yeah. He's he's starring and directing. Uh, he looks like Buzz Lightyear. He does. Um, I mean, he is the he's guy who. Handsome. Well, he. Yeah. Now, if you go on Netflix, you can see this movie Red Notice, which they say is one of their most popular things that they've done. And like I he, believe anything they say. Ever. I know it's hard to. Wait, Red Notice uh, but, is that uh, the one with uh, Gal Gadot and? Yeah. Yeah. Ryan the Rock and, and Ryan Reynolds. Ryan Reynolds. I like that. Yeah. That was pretty good. Well, the guy behind that movie is making the live-action Voltron. So, there's a lot of crossover between those two, uh, you know, franchise styles. So, makes sense. 
Makes sense. No, that was sarcasm. It doesn't make any sense. (laughs) (laughs) After After these messages, messages, we'll be right right back. back. What's going on in April at the Nerd Store and Dr. Volt's? The Nerd Store in the Valley Fair Mall and Dr. Volt's Comic Connection at 2043 East, 3300 South in Salt Lake. Remember, if it's worth reading, it's in a comic book. Let's see what's going on in April. It's time for the Nerd Store's Moving Sale. Now, throughout the month of April, drop into their special pop-up store in the Valley Fair Mall and progressively save on thousands of items. The weekend of April 9th, you'll save 20%. The weekend of April 16th, you'll save 30%. April 30th through May 1st, you'll save 50%. And on Free Comic Book Day, May 7th, you'll save 80%. That's only in the pop-up store at the Valley Fair Mall. And don't forget, Free Comic Book Day is on May 7th, the first Saturday in May. It's going to be an amazing event at both stores. You don't want to miss a thing. So remember, the Nerd Store in the Valley Fair Mall and Dr. Volt's Comic Connection, 2043 East, 3300 South. Remember, if it's worth reading, it's in a comic. And we're back. Exploding Kittens! Now, if you go if you go online and Google, you can Google a video that says uh, how to play Exploding Kittens. It's a fun game. It's have fun. you played it? I have the I expansion have. that comes with a cone you have to wear. Yeah, <laughs> the cone of shame. My my son got it for me, and I actually really like this game. Well, it's uh, it it looks like a fun game. I, after I watched the video on how to play it, well, they're they're taking it and making it into a cartoon. Now, before you go, oh, they're gonna ruin it. Let me tell you who's behind the cartoon: Mike Judge and Greg Daniels. I'm in. Oh shit! Hundred percent. Exactly. Yeah. Okay. Uh, Here's the plot. The series will follow the internal conflict between heaven and hell when both God and the devil are sent to earth in the bodies of chunky house cats. It will star Tom Ellis. I hope he plays the devil character. Lucifer, detective. All he does is say, kitten. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, You got Abraham Lim from The Boys, Lucy Liu from Elementary, Ali Mackey from Wrecked. Uh, it's a great cast. This sounds great. You got Mark Prost from Better Call Saul, Shasir Zamita from Woke, oh, which is a show I love, by the way. Uh, Shane Kozakowski from You're the Worst, and The Oatmeal's Matthew Inman will serve as showrunners. That's wow. good. Oh, good for him. Good for him, yep. honestly, yeah. for paid. maintaining that kind of control. Now, now here's the caveat. This is on Netflix. So, <laughs> two seasons Hopefully. late. No movie. Yeah. <laughs> Two seasons and no movie. Well, but I think they'll go ahead with this because they're tying it to a card game. I mean, and to a game that you'll be able to play on Netflix. Netflix uh, is big into the uh, trying to get big into the games. Scene, they're trying. And so. so that's probably why this one will stick around. The mobile game, due in May, will be the same as the card game with the addition of two new exclusive cards that reveal the, pos- the position of the exploding kitten card. And reverse order of the deck. Additional cards and game mechanics will be tied to the animated show, will be added to the mobile edition at a later date. The game will be free to Netflix members without additional fees or in-app purchases. So you get not only the cartoon, but you're going to get a mobile game to go along with it. And they have, Netflix has been trying like crazy to get into games and podcasts and all of that stuff. So I imagine yeah. this, will, this will not be abandoned, I don't think. I really enjoy the Oatmeal's. 
Uh, I do too. The oatmeal, it, it's been so good for so long. Yeah. Mm-hmm. For so mm-hmm. long. Well, and it's so good that whenever I play Exploding Kittens, I lose track of what's going on in the game because I just like to look at the cards and watch, <laughs> read the comics on the cards and the, the drawings. I think his art is just so dang funny. Yeah. yeah, it's really good. Just the style, even. Yeah, it's, yeah I, I love uh, just looking at some of the kittens that I saw when I watched that video. I was I was laughing out loud at the artwork. I thought it was terrific. Ah, uh, let's see now. The unbeatable squirrel girl. My yeah. queen. My Where is she? Loves, my wife loves squirrel girl. I mean, we haven't seen her in a comic book for a while. She's well, been I mean, in... Um, there she the, is. The cartoons. She's been in the Marvel cartoons. She has been. She's one of uh, the researchers at Peter Parker's lab in Disneyland's Avengers Campus. Oh, <laughs> which we need to talk about That's coming cool. up, Mike. I want to hear everything about your trip. This is the Marvel Squirrel Girl, the unbeatable radio show has debuted on all podcast players. Uh, <laughs> it is uh, uh, Ryan North uh, writes it and he wrote the comic book series. And uh, it's uh, Miliana Vaintrub, who was cast as Squirrel Girl in the new Warriors series. She will be playing the part of Squirrel Girl. Who is she? Why is her name? She's so the. Yeah. She's in. Um, is she the progressive <coughs> uh, actress? So the the progressive commercials. Is that um, her? Or is she the AT and T? Well, Google I know that image. She, she came from the commercial. Um, yeah, she was cast around. to be in the oh, new yeah. Warriors. AT and T, AT and T lady. She, she was in that movie Werewolves Within. Oh, okay. She now was, she was she was supposed to be in the new Warriors series series that never got off the ground, the live action new Warriors show uh, that never got off the ground. But she'll be doing this. Squirrel Girl has taken down Thanos and Doctor Doom, but now she faces something far more terrifying: living authentically. The new series follows Empire State University's college student Doreen Green, who has been outed as a superhero, the unbeatable Squirrel Girl. Hopefully to unify her personas in the public eye, Squirrel Girl has created a new student radio show on ESU's own college station. Stop! I love her so much! (laughs) With the help of her best friend uh, Nancy Whitehead as producer and her best squirrel friend Tippy Toe in the booth, Doreen is ready to help more people than ever with her greatest superhero advice. This is so aggressively targeted to me. I know. (laughs) What uh, platform is it on? It just says any podcast. You can find it anywhere. Just look for uh, the unbeatable Marvel Squirrel Girl, the unbeatable radio show. Oh, so it's Uh, only for all podcasts. If it's not, it's not that aggressively targeted towards Rebecca then. (laughs) <laughs> no. It's just meta Insurance? AF. Me? So. I don't think so. Uh, when the going gets tough, she can lean on her heroic friends, Iron Man, Spider-Man, Chipmunk, Hunk, Koi Boy, and Brain Drain. However, with a call-in show comes caller anonymity. And not all the folks on the line want help. Some want to crime. In the in the cartoon, she she and Ms. Marvel are like partners. They like fight crime together. All right. Uh, Six-episode series, the first episode available now. Uh, also stars uh, Crystal Lucas-Perry as Nancy Whitehead, Leo Shang as Koi Boy, David Morales as Chipmunk Hunk, Tina Benko as Rachel Oscar, Peter Herman as Brain Drain, Eric Schroeder as Tippy Toe. There's no word on who's voicing like Spidey and Iron Man and all that, but uh, 
I'm just hoping for Doctor Doom to call in. That's all I want. <laughs> so, so what's wait. a chipmunk hunk? Is that a human yeah, I was just or about a chipmunk? That's a hot chipmunk. So, Have you ever seen like those duh. buff chipmunks? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Clearly. They're doing like they're, you know, they're doing dips I'll find and a picture shit, of a you know. Buff deadlifting ankles yeah, and shit. <laughs> it's like ha ha. Got those acorns. Oh, ah, don't Google search it. Ah. Oh. I'm, I'm glad you did that before sharing your screen, by the oh. way. Oh, oh, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna uh, capture this Chipmunk. video and, and yeah, I feel bad for the people that aren't watching this. Yeah. No, hold on, it's good. Hold on. Chipmunk. No, no. That, that's a furry name right there, 100. percent I've seen some, some pictures on. of jacked kangaroos, but it never can't chipmunks. be that bad. Are you ready? Tony, Can I? Sh- yeah. Should I share it? Yeah, I'm doing yeah, it. Do it. Hey. This is just. These are the Google image results for buff chipmunks. Oh, no. Oh, that's nightmare fuel. No, yeah. no, <laughs> no. It's not that good. first one, Buff oh, Simon, yeah. get out of here. At least I that one. Me, bro. <laughs> <laughs> I, I really hope this doesn't do this anything. Guy to me. This guy lifts. This guy lifts. Oh. Oh, look at that guy. There you go. Here there we go. go. All right. <laughs> He's exercising his cheek pouches that way. Wait, one. so we get AT&T girl as. as, oh, no. as uh, as Squirrel as, Girl? As Squirrel Girl, yeah. Um, she's literally perfect. Yeah, yeah. Well, she, yeah she's I, perfect. If that new Warriors show hadn't got canceled. Then, also, uh, yeah, uh, I, I just like I just like her. No, unsubscribe. Hey, yo, what the? Come on. I don't, I'm, Look, I don't, I don't want to see. I don't mean to kink shame, but that is just <laughs> yeah, not for me. Hey, yo. Nick, you know, I, 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 I saw the Madison Cawthorn photos earlier. I don't need to see this. All right. I was... I don't mind uh, chipmunks lifting, but when they grab him, <laughs> couple of grabbing uh, their own nuts. Couple of, ooh, hey, couple of oh no, hey, couple of quick, couple of quick things. Uh, Snowpiercer, I didn't know it was still on. Apparently, apparently it's, it's very show. good. I've That's heard what it's I hear. Way good on TNT season four. Clark Gregg is joining the show. Uh, so uh, yeah, Agent Coulson. Agent Coulson will be joining season four. There he is. And also, I'm not as fast as Lee because Tony has to let me in when I share. Yeah, I do it immediately. <laughs> okay, well, the then anxiety get ready. I just had when you started sharing another picture is. <laughs> yeah. I like to keep you guys on your toes. You know? I know. Okay, that's me as a filter, and I have just just have to decide if I want to be the filter or just. Let it go. <laughs> okay, Rebecca, get the Muppet uh, picture. Yeah. Okay. 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 You ready? You ready? Oh, no, this thing yet. makes me come alive. Oh no! <laughs> Disney Plus is making us a, a Muppets TV series. It will be called uh, The Muppets Mayhem. I'm filtering that one. It's good. The, I'm just the, kidding. The, this is. <laughs> listen to the plot of this. This this is the comedy will follow the Electric Mayhem band as it records oh. its first ever album. Uh, Lily Singh will star as the human lead Nora, a junior A&R executive who is tasked with managing and wrangling the band that originally debuted in the pilot of The Muppet Show in 75, of course. Lily Singh, that YouTuber that got her own talk show? Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. She's, she's very funny. Uh, sources say it's a 10-episode comedy beginning filming in April. And so uh, I imagine Mike will be watching to see how, <laughs> how it measures with the real-world recording industry. <laughs> I, I will be. I love the Muppets, so I will. This this is like made for me. So you've got uh, everybody there. You've got uh, Adam F. Goldberg from the Goldbergs is involved in it as well. They're helping develop the series. Yeah, I heard about oh, this like a month ago, and I was so excited because it's got the may, the band has some of my favorite characters in it, and my uh, favorite Muppet is in it. Animal. Animal is your favorite Muppet. Uh huh. Yeah. Mine is Sam the American Eagle. I have to say. 
So, so if Adam F. Goldberg is working on this, is that where all of his creative uh, efforts and talents are going? Because it's not going toward his TV show anymore. I can tell well, you that that's much. That's the thing. Somebody, I was talking about this in, in our chat room at the radio station. A guy, guy in the chat room is his name, some guy. Uh, he said that Adam F. Goldberg left that show a couple of years ago. Oh, okay. And, you know, he, he Maybe wants. Maybe that's when it went downhill. He wants nothing to do with it. And, you know, not to mention Jeff Garland was kicked off the show. Right. Yeah, I, I still watch it because I'm just in that mode where I want to see where things end up. Mm-hmm. But it's not one that I look forward to at all every week. I'm just like, oh, no. all right. So the Goldbergs on. It's like me watching The Simpsons at six six o'clock. <laughs> yeah, you just want to see what happens. It's just there. You Fucking know? season twenty eight of that show is just trash. You should so jump funny, ahead. Like- yeah, jump you ahead skip to it. the new season. No, no, I'm I'm going through it on uh, ch- on channel 13. I'm fucking hate watching. Oh, you're watching. Oh, it. Oh, I haven't watched I a, a new saying. episode oh. of The Simpsons. In is Entertainment Tonight still on after The Simpsons? Wow. No, I think it's after uh, Talk Soup. No, it's Modern Family. Oh, okay. oh dang! Because I remember watching The Simpsons and then. <laughs> all right. Uh, let's see. We got a couple of things here. Uh, first of all. Um, Hmm. This is a this is a good thing. I want I, I want you all to go and order this because it's uh, going to help the folks in Ukraine. This is a very cool project. Uh, Alex Ross, Bill Senkevich, Kurt Bosiek, Walter Simonson, Rob Gilroy, Mark Wade. <laughs> that's all you needed to hear. Yep. Are among the writers and artists involved in the fundraising effort. Comic book creators team for Ukraine relief. Um. And, and, you know, this isn't the first time that comic books have done this. Um, you know, if you remember uh, for Famine in Africa back in 1980s, mm-hmm. there was Heroes for Hope. You remember that one, Shannon? Yep. DC and Marvel both did something for it. Yes. Uh, then there was uh, graphic novels made after the events of September 11th, and Marvel also did some standalone issues for uh, September 11th. Yep. Uh, most recently, they did uh, Love is Love, which sought to help the victims of the 2016 Orlando nightclub shooting. And now with the Russian invasion of Ukraine, all of these veteran comic icons are coming together for a charity book to raise money to aid Ukraine refugees displaced by the war. Comics for Ukraine, Sunflower Seeds, the anthology book, uh, is, is going to be available very soon. They have different levels and different, you know, packages that you can buy to help. Yeah. Uh, so you've got some creators contributing brand new stories featuring characters and properties that they haven't worked on in decades. For example, um, Walt Simonson, uh, who took Marvel's Thor to new you know heights in the 80s, will have the, a new Star Slammers, which is his sci-fi property, uh, for the first time since 1990s. So if you're a fan of that. Howard Chaikin is writing and drawing American Flag, which you know he hasn't done for a while, well, since the end of the 80s. Uh, political sci- uh, sci-fi satire. Kurt Busiek and uh, Brent Anderson have a short story featuring Astro City. And uh, Chu co-creators John Lehman and Rob Gilroy have a new story featuring Tony Chu. Uh, Louis Simonson and June Brigman, uh, who created Power Pack. Uh, Watchmen co-creator Dave Gibbons uh, and Chris Sprouse, uh, Tom Strong, Mark Wade, Gabriel Rodriguez, all making original stories. Not based on previous uh, created characters. Alex Ross is painting the cover for a hardcover edition, while the softcover options will go to Art Adams, Dave Johnson, and Bill Senkevich. You've got signed editions, you've got prints, you've got t-shirts. 
all of that to raise money for uh, to help the refugees coming out of Ukraine. So go to, I know when it's an HTTPS, you have to do it. So it's HTTPS colon slash slash zoop, that's Z-O-O-P dot G-G slash C slash comics for Ukraine. I know. If you, I think if you just Google, if you just Google... You know, I, comics, comics covered, I just Googled comics for Ukraine. It was like the second option. First there. thing, yeah, okay, there but you just go. Just know so that, it, that it'll be Zoop. Zoop is the website that has Zoop it. Zoop is where it takes you. And there are different packages so you can help uh, the, the refugees coming out of Ukraine. I think I'm going to have to do that. Alex Ross signed one. I've always wanted something signed by him. Yeah, right. Well, this is a perfect opportunity. Because if I want his original art, then I'm going to have to mortgage my house again. But, <laughs> <laughs> but I can get a signature at least. <laughs> Maybe you just buy one of his books and then find him at a comic convention and have him sign it. I have to leave my house. That's true. There is a drawback. I get it. All right. And then finally the story, and then we'll break, and then we'll come back. And I want to hear all about Mike's trip to Avengers Campus and Star Wars Land. Let's do it. Uh, coming up. But uh, just quickly, this story. Uh, Disney and the MCU have fallen foul of, well, a lot of people. But the Gulf censors have once more taken a look. Doctor Strange in the Multiverse of Madness uh, has been banned from Saudi Arabia. Uh, rumors began emerging online early Friday. Hollywood Reporter confirmed uh, the film has yet to be released. It uh, won't be reviewed. The decision is said, well, of course, you guessed it, related to LGBTQ issues. Tony, share my screen. According oh, sorry, to, uh, I'm trying to please. order an Alex Ross sign. <laughs> there you go. According to Middle Eastern sources, the new sequel introduces America Chavez, who is gay. Homosexuality is officially illegal across the Gulf. You can see, uh, like, they're just horrified. Yeah, films that feature any LGBTQ references or issues often fail to get past censors. Advanced tickets are no longer available. Uh, yeah, and, you know, Eternals was banned for much of the Gulf as well uh, because one of the you know, main characters are gay. Um, this is like Sugar Skull and her. Oh, cool. Zoom and enhance. All right. Enhance. You know, I, oh, look, she's got a whole... Look at this. See, enhance. there she is. Yeah. It's gay. It's gay. Make it gay. <laughs> so it's banned so in, in Saudi face. Arabia and soon to be banned in Florida, as far as I can tell, and possibly Texas. Probably. So, so good Man. luck seeing seeing a movie, for fuck's sake. Saudi Florida. Yeah, <laughs> the United Florida Emirates. Yeah. All right. Well, it's okay. We're going to hear about this trip after these, after these messages. messages. We'll be right back. Are you troubled by strange vaccination theories in the middle of the night? Do you worry that the vaccine has changed your DNA? Have you or anyone in your family seen a magnet clinging to a recently vaccinated person? If the answer is yes, then don't wait another minute. Pick up your phone and call the professionals. Mythbusters! Our courteous and efficient staff is on call 24 hours a day to serve all your vaccine-related conspiratorial needs. We're ready to inform you! Call Mythbusters 304-804-MYTH. That's 304-804-MYTH. And we're back. Okay, before we find out what y'all consume this week, our friend Mike is here, and I know a few weeks ago he he took a big radio silence trip to <laughs> took his kids to Disneyland, 
and sent me some photos. <laughs> Thank you. Uh, and you got to experience Star Wars Land and Avengers Campus. And since all of us are like Tony and afraid to leave our homes, tell me. Tell me. I'm not afraid. I'm just lazy. Uh, <laughs> I'm both. I'm both. Well, I, so, uh, yeah, a couple things. First, um, on the Galaxy's Edge Star Wars Land thing, by freak coincidence, I went in January 2020 to Disneyland right after Galaxy's Edge opened. Mm -hmm. And um, and then also, uh, well, it was a reward for the kids having to live through. We were pretty um, cautious during the certainly the first year until we had vaccines of the mm -hmm. pandemic and we, we planned this big trip to go to florida as kind of a to disney world as a reward for the kids but <clears throat> ended up as you guys know ended up down in florida right in the middle of uh i don't know what the numbers were i just remember thinking this is COVID hell um <laughs> but they did you know disney did a, a nice job uh, managing all of that so I've now been to Galaxy's Edge three times. If you guys want specifics Lex. about that, I'm happy to talk about it. Um, Jeff, and Avengers Lex. Campus once. So what what's the most interesting to you guys? I'm happy to talk well, about anything. I, I mean, you know, Rebecca kind of covered Star Wars Galaxy pretty good for us when she went. Um, are, are they much different, Florida and Anaheim? No, they're, they're almost identical, in mm. fact. Um, unlike other you know, areas of Disneyland versus Disney World. Um, it's kind of like they designed it once and then plopped it in both places. Um, have, you, have you guys talked about uh, Rise of the Resistance? Rebecca, did you do that? No, I didn't right? get, because it wasn't open when I went. So it, I'll just, I, I think every Star Wars fan should just experience it fresh. Um, I don't want to necessarily spoil um, any of it, but it is, it's phenomenal. It's so much fun and uh Kids love it. Adults love it. You feel like you're suddenly part of uh, the movie um, because they do what Disney is sort of known for with their cues and having the cues being sort of part of the ride. They've taken to another level um, with that. And so, you know, you start by becoming a member of the resistance and then you end up on spaceships and um and uh, yeah, it's it's wonderful. Were you, were you hassled by the man at any time like we see here? The uh, you know I have two two great memories of this. One is with my daughter who had just built a droid and was playing with it right outside of the store, um, and Kylo snuck up on her, and she was oh, no like four at the time. And you can tell that she's you can tell she's terrified when he comes up and starts you know telling her that she's going to join him and you know all this stuff and a crowd sort of forms around her and she's this little tiny girl, you know, with this little droid right next to this giant Kylo Ren. And he goes, you know, will, will you join me or something like that? And she stands up and as loud as she can, she says, no way, Jose. And I've got to tell you, that is one of the proudest I have ever oh, been <laughs> as awesome. a parent. Nice. Um, and, uh, you know, the, the crowd clapped, sort of like in this picture, there was a, a crowd that had circled around to watch this whole thing. The second is exactly the opposite. My, uh, my boy, 
uh, was watching the stormtroopers march like, around, oh, yeah, and then he just, he just <laughs> fell right in line. He did? Yeah. And, uh, you know how they have uh, the camera people that, that will take photos for you? They're all taking pictures of him as he's marching around with these stormtroopers. And, uh, oh, he's too so, young to understand that they're yeah. space Nazis, for uh, God's sake. I'm, wor- I'm worried about that one. <laughs> worried about that one. Uh, <laughs> Yeah, no, it's they've done they've done a great job. If you're going to Disneyland, um, do all of the things. And you're if you're a Star Wars fan, do all of the things. Make a lightsaber, build a droid, go to the cantina. You know, it's they've do done it such a great job with it. Yeah, uh, is it a, is it worth a whole day there? In Galaxy's Edge specifically, yeah, um, depends on your level of fandom. I say, I think you yeah, could I very think- easily and accidentally. Spend it dep- a half a it day depends. There. It depends on how engaged you want to be because they do have. My husband was like way into this. Was they have like a game that you can play through the app and you know you can do your own side quests and it could very easily take up the whole day if you wanted. Yeah, they they have made an entire store. So when you come into Galaxy's Edge and I've I've done this once, it's the Play app. So there's the Disneyland app that you basically have to have to go to Disneyland now. And then there's the Play app, which you can use outside of Disneyland. But in Galaxy, Galaxy's Edge specifically, there's a whole narrative that you get to play as a as a member of the Resistance Rebellion. Um, and mm. uh, yeah, like you done... have, like you have to like walk around. Like if you want to engage in the game, um, like you have to walk around. There's QR codes to scan, and you have to like find certain things. It's really cool. Mm, yeah. Okay. Well, let's talk Avengers Campus then, because yeah, this uh, was... you were you were down there and we were texting back and forth, and I alerted you that yes, a sentence that I never thought I'd say: Moon Knight in Disneyland. Uh, he's what? apparently there in that version of the suit, and you get pictures with him. Yeah. In the so, Mister Knight and Moon Knight, Knight are both there. And then there's the big Moon Knight costume, and he pretty much just lurks up on top of the building, right? He doesn't come down, does he? There yeah, he so this this is my picture. Um, and uh, yeah, well, so so let me start. Um, yeah, let me start without, from the beginning. I'm sorry. Without spoiling the ride, so there's the new Spider-Man ride, which is amazing. As far as the tech that went into that, um, you're you're helping Peter Parker, and it's sort of like the Toy Story Mania if you've done that, where it's a VR type game and you're you're shooting stuff. But in this ride, you're shooting webs and you're helping Spidey, and you just are wearing glasses and your own hands, and the webs are coming out of your of your hand. It's it's a. I real read amazing. it's tiring if you're out of shape. <laughs> yeah, it's a workout, <laughs> no doubt. It is a workout for sure. Um, but uh, it, they they did a great job with that, and and um, I'll talk about the uh, the merch that goes with it in just a second, because um, they make sure to take every penny from you you've of got course. as you're as you're walking through there. But um, so yeah, I I don't know when they officially opened Adventures Campus, but I know it's it's pretty brand new. It's um, been open for less than a year. Yeah, yeah, I less think than even less than like, six months. It might like, be like I feel like last summer, like end of summer, yeah, it opened. I think we're coming we're coming up on a year here. But uh, yeah. anyway, because so you walk in. This is uh, uh, a Sanctum Santorum. They do a, a Doctor Strange um, magic show here, which oh. was really fun. And the actor, I'll say this for all of their character actors, phenomenal casting. 
Um, they're they're very close to the MCU MCU adjacent. Um, if you squint, it looks just like the characters, but they're you know improving all day and just doing a, a wonderful job um, with everyone. All so my dream job is just to improv all day as Captain Marvel. <laughs> <laughs> you uh, you come in from the from the main drag um, uh, through California Adventure. You hang a left, and suddenly you're on Avengers Campus. The music changes. You've got the MCU theme. Uh, on your left is uh, Peter Parker's. Well, it's not his lab, but it's uh, on your left. The web, web Labs. I forget what it's. Worldwide something. It's an acronym. But um, yeah. there's a lab. And the pictures and videos you've seen of the Spider-Man show is on the roof of this. Well, actually, it's on the facade and the roof of the the um this web lab and uh yeah so he they've got and one or more actors that are actually spider-man doing all of the physical stunts that you see um there is an animatronic that is amazingly uh it's just incredible um it's wild lifelike yeah yeah, that free flying and they they launch it like a hundred feet in the air and it's doing flips and somersaults and all kinds of stuff um, which my kids were super into until uh, a neckbeard standing next to us decided to tell my seven-year-old daughter, you know, that's a robot. And I could have uh, strangled oh. her. Oh, um, Asshole. Because then she wants to tell my three-year-old son that it's not actually Spider-Man. And uh, I don't do that. Don't be that guy. Yeah. Um, adults can go research this stuff if they want to, <laughs> yeah. but yeah. um, yeah, the show, the show is great. It's, it's pretty short though. It's less than 10 minutes, but it's really fun to see. We saw it a couple times. Um, the, I talked about the ride. I don't want to spoil the story or anything like that, but, um, really well done. It's Tom Holland's part of the production and, and, um, uh, very fun. And you've got, as you can see in this picture, you've got the, former Tower of Terror, now Guardians of the Galaxy right in the background. And it's mm-hmm. funny, I, when they first announced this, I was like, how is this all going to work? And the Guardians of the Galaxy ride had been redesigned well before Avengers yeah. Campus was there. And it sort of stood out as a, like a kind of a sore thumb. I loved it, but it it didn't quite fit the surrounding stuff. And now it's just like you've walked into the Marvel Universe. It's no. it's so awesome. And, um, that, and that ride, the Galaxy, uh, the Guardians of the Galaxy ride is like, my favorite ride I've ever been on. It's yeah. so scary, I almost died. And they've, I, uh, they've even yeah. redone the, the pavement in front of it. So now you've got Kirby Crackle everywhere um, in the road. It's, it's you What's know, for Kirby a comic Crackle? fan, it's... It's um, uh, art design. Google it's, it, yeah, Google it, Rebecca. It's hard well, to... It's, it's a band and it's an art design. It's what's called... <laughs> Kirby Crackle is, is the way that Jack Kirby would draw these circles. It's very prominent throughout Jack Kirby's uh, art. When he's once, doing, yeah. Once you've seen it, you you'll see it. Um, yeah, you all can't over. Unsee- in comics yeah. and yeah. you can't unsee it after you see it. So it's it's really cool that the the Guardians Tower has been sort of plopped there by virtue of the Collector and his magic and whatever it is he say. does, and it's surrounded by Kirby Crackle. So you know you kind of come into this other is world. That, well, is that what we saw in the background of Spider Man flying through the air? Was the Collector's Tower? You mm-hmm. saw. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. yeah that and, right and, there. Yeah. And Tony, you saw Kirby Crackle a lot in there the uh, into the Spider Verse. Yeah. Oh. So those little those little blots, they're almost like the printing, you know, like Ray Lichtenstein type stuff. Yeah. Um, 
You know, see, when they changed it to the Guardians ride, I mean, I loved the Tower of Terror. Uh, it was my favorite ride in, in the whole thing. And when they changed it, I was uh, disappointed. I understood. I was also excited because I love the Guardians so much. And I was wondering, how are you going to do this? Well, they did it. I mean, it's... it's there's sur- a lot in the ride. There's a lot. Like, I there, feel like yes. there was too much happening at once. <laughs> I think it's... I think it's... I, Carrie, I was just like you. I was very mm-hmm. sad it was not going to be the Tower of Terror anymore. And I was very skeptical, um, truth be told. I think it's better. I think uh, it's, it's better, especially when you get Jackson Five. It, when Rocket <laughs> plugs in Jackson Five, and you start, you know, flying See, through the air, it's. I I uh, one of mine. I I went on it five times when <laughs> I first, and one of them, uh, Elvis fucking showed up. <laughs> See, and and I've been on it three times, and I always get Pat Benatar at the end. But anyway, yeah. Um, so so they um, couple couple other things that are just really interesting about this new Avengers campus. There's a. Um, in addition to Moon Knight and the other, you know, MCU universe um, characters that are walking around, all of the costume design is amazing. Uh, Ant Man and the Wasp have a miniaturized Bug Land that they are carrying, Bugs Land that they're carrying around. Oh, really? Um, yeah. Oh, I a picture I like of this. A Bugs a, Life Bugs Land. Yeah, because exactly. They, well, they had to tear that down yep. to uh, to put this Whoa. stuff in. And so That's it's cool. a minute. It's like a terrarium that they've got a I miniaturized Bugs Land in there. I love um, that. <laughs> they're right next to Pim's uh, kitchen. La- kitchen. Thank you. And uh, yeah. you know everything is is uh, just slightly askew, right? It's either too big or too small uh, in your meal. So you've got like giant pretzels or giant meatballs or or really tiny buns on a bigger piece of chicken sandwich. And oh yeah, there you go. So there there's the is. miniaturized bugs. <laughs> bugs oh, land. I love that. I love that. Oh fuck! So yes. they haven't forgotten the uh, the bugs land and um, and the merch is. I mean, I was texting Carrie. It, it, I am yeah. ashamed of how much money I <laughs> dropped there. Um, but they've got you know the the spider bots that are in the Spidey and his amazing friends, um, but but also part of the ride. Uh, both of my kids wanted one so that they could fight, and they've got you know, uh, other shells that you can. So you know you have the spider version that that it comes as, but you also can buy these kits that turn it into Iron Man's version or Black Widow or Black Panther or uh, Ant Man the Wasp, whatever. And it changes the the features. Um, the thing that that. Uh, I was bamboozled into buying. My kids saw these um, web slingers, right? That that they strap onto your arm and they shoot a little string out, and then it thwips back, right? Oh, and fun! And so it was like <laughs> twenty five bucks a piece, and and overpriced. Yes, um, I admit it. Um, in hindsight, I would absolutely buy it again. But here's the thing: my kids pick them up, and I'm looking at it. I'm like, really, fifty bucks for this? And they say that it helps you on the ride, so you have other features and stuff like that. But in order for them to work, I take them up to the counter to buy them, and they're like, okay, well, but do you have the power bands? And I was like, what? Oh, no. So you wow. have to buy a $35 power band yeah. that the slinger plugs into. Um, and and even then, so what is that? 120 bucks total for two for of these, two kids, for each of the yeah. kids. Um, 60 bucks a piece. Like, the memories of them walking around Thwipping their way through Disneyland and, you know, just being on the ride and having the other powers, absolutely worth it. And even as an adult, there was a point where 
you know, my daughter didn't want to have it on for one of the rides, so I got to wear her Spider Gwen version, and I gave it a shot. <laughs> it's it, in like, it's uh, yeah. So if if you can go, um, and bring your you money, feel, you feel <laughs> yeah. comfortable, right? I don't, I don't think, um, I think everybody should do whatever they're comfortable with with the the world as mm-hmm. it is. But um, you know, had a great time. Disney was made us feel comfortable with it and uh but yeah your your right. wallet is is going to need to be prepared yeah so <laughs> say start saving up start recycling and saving up all your money all right what are we consuming this week who wants to go first i will go first because i missed a couple weeks um jay whitaker yeah um winning time i'm still enjoying that uh, i was yeah. mostly on the road um, I still have a couple episodes to catch up on. I still have to catch up on Moon Knight. I'm behind on a lot of stuff. But while I was on the road, I consumed a lot of uh, uh, I-70, Interstate 70. And I will just <laughs> tell you right now, that is a beautiful drive. That is a, I, I have never done yes. that drive. So if you, if you ever find yourself in Denver or shit in Nebraska, uh, and you get, when you get to like you're in Nebraska and you have to make a choice of whether you want to go to Salt Lake or you want to go to Vegas. Take I-70 and take your ass like and just drive through Grand Junction, Colorado. Yep. It is one of them and then Moab. It is just one of the most beautiful drives you'll ever have. So, I recommend that. Um okay, I will say this and we just we could take it for surface value. I don't want to explore it. Uh, I went and saw Dave Chappelle on Tuesday at the Vivint Arena. I know he's not everyone's cup of tea. Um, I will just say this. You can listen to an album. You, we've all listened to an album with 10, 16 songs on it. Um, there maybe might be two songs you don't like at all and don't care for, <laughs> but you can still enjoy the rest of the album. That's all I will say about that. Um, but what's the correct... Was it the yeah. crowd terrible? That's what I heard. Was it the crowd? Uh, yeah, was I will tell you right now, the crowd was terrible. Uh, you could definitely tell it was their first time not having their phones because uh, <laughs> they just yelled and wooed. And uh, I'm glad he kicked a couple people out because they were filming during his set. And um, his openers were great. It was a good time. Um, like I said, you can still enjoy a lot of things. And not care for other things, and uh, I'm, I'm a good person right. for that. Okay. Apart right. from, I don't apart want to from... fight fucking anybody. I've had 18 people in my fucking DMs telling me I'm a shitty person. For apart from Chappelle, that that's a really important point, and it's one that I I try to make a lot to people. You know, I uh, as as you guys know, I sort of came up through the the punk rock scene, and I was very snooty about other stuff. Um. And now as I've gotten older, I just realized I, I don't need to like, or, you know, I don't need to dislike or hate other things. I don't need to spend that energy, right? I, some things just aren't for me. And, and I'm going to appreciate the things I like, whether or not other people like them. Right. And, and the things that aren't for me, I don't need to spend my energy on that stuff. And, and a lot of people, especially, you know, in our community spe- specifically to sort of the geek uh, crowd, and also outside of that, spend a lot of time, you know, just rage tweeting or whatever. And it's like, just, you know, the world would be a better place if people focused on the stuff they like and just realized other stuff mm-hmm. is not for them. All right. Uh, who's next? Oh. Is that watch all Snowfall. You had, That's it. Yeah. Watch Snowfall. Oh. <laughs> it's awesome. Snowfall. Uh, Rebecca. 
uh, I'll go. Speaking of um, things I like, because in the past I was told I was too critical of movies, and now that I have skewed more in the I just gonna I'm gonna like everything. Um, first movie I saw this week, The Unbearable Weight of Massive Talent, starring Nicolas Cage and Pedro Pascal. I have never, I have not laughed this hard at a movie in an extremely long time. I snort laughed through the whole movie. Um, it's not a perfect movie, like story progression and editing wise, it is like kind of clunky. Um, it's this director's only like second movie he's ever made. But uh, fuck, it was so, <laughs> so funny. Pedro Pascal, he, you really see it in this movie. He's truly a chameleon as an actor uh, because he plays this character so phenomenally well. And it makes you go, damn, he's so good, just like at everything that he does. Um, so five out of five, I highly recommend. Go see it. Nice. Um and then last night, I went to go see The Northman. Northman? Northman? Oh, how is that? Uh, so, there's... there's it looks there really was a moment, sweaty. I love I I I the, the commercial. So, here's the thing. Here's the thing. <laughs> definitely Jesus. need to have seen oh, The Witch and The Lighthouse oh, to really understand what you're getting into. Because there was a moment about five minutes in where I was like, oh, yeah, Robert Eggers is fucking weird. Uh because it's very much like The Witch in the Lighthouse. It's not, I don't think the commercials really accurately reflect what you're getting. They're just trying to get butts and seats. Um, Alexander Skarsgård, because he's so bulky, just stands like this a lot. Got to show <laughs> off them muscles you worked and hard to get. there's nothing you can do about it. Um, uh, yeah, I'll tell, you, I'll tell you what I told my husband. It was weird. It was beautiful. You would hate it. Uh, but uh it's it's hamlet it's viking hamlet uh so if you're into hamlet and vikings there you go how many scars guards do you give it i think i gave it like three and a half out of five three and a half just one bulky scars guard it's like three and a half abs (laughs) three and a half abs okay uh anything else uh no that's all i saw all right uh i'm gonna gonna go see sonic 2 tomorrow oh good (laughs) tony oh yeah uh, Moon Knight, just awesome. A lot of craziness yeah, we'll, going we'll on do there. A, we'll, we're going to do a deep dive on the latest episode uh, for your yep. Patreons coming up. People, go watch Outer Range with Josh Brolin and the Thanos Hole. I, <laughs> I haven't watched the newest one. I'm really excited. Oh, so I didn't know this, but they're dropping, at least this week, they dropped two more episodes. So oh. there's, Yeah. And let me tell you, I have I had only planned to watch one more episode last night, but it got done. I was like, can't stop. Got to watch mm-hmm. this episode. Can't oh, stop. Won't it, stop. I I am so into that show. It is just it is off the wall. I highly recommend it to anyone that likes <laughs> weird shows and cowboys. Well, Thanos holes, ranchers, <laughs> weird shows, Thanos holes, and ranchers. Um, and then uh, I I I don't mention this one enough. I, I mentioned it back when the show started, but uh, the Wonder Years, the new Wonder Years is it's so good. good. It's good. And I watch it every week, my wife and I, and yeah. highly recommend. It's hilarious. It's poignant. Uh, you learn stuff. I highly recommend the Wonder Years, the new one. And then my wife and I went last year. night and saw The Lost City. 
Has any one oh, of you guys seen oh, that yet? No, I want to. How was it? It's, it's good. Sandra Bullock. Sandra, Sandra Bullock, Bullock and, uh, and Channing Tatum. Channing um, Tatum, yeah. And let me tell you, Sony, Sony, you messed up. You shouldn't have cast Tom Holland as a young Nathan Drake. You should have cast Channing Tatum as a regular age Nathan Drake. <laughs> because <laughs> for the Uncharted movies. The Lost City is a better Uncharted movie than Uncharted. Uh, yeah. And I know that's a not a very high bar to roll over, but uh, <laughs> I thought Uncharted was fine. It, it, it was all right. It, was, it yeah. was all right. But I think The Lost City is a lot better. And um, you get Sandra Bullock doing her, her funny Sandra Bullock acting again that you haven't seen for a few years. She's done a lot more serious stuff lately. But uh, I think uh, The Lost City is, it, I mean, it's not a smart movie, uh, <laughs> but it's also not a dumb movie either. And oh, Daniel Radcliffe is the bad guy, and he he's great. I, okay. I is he is he just an extension of his bad guy from Now You See Me too? Uh yeah 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 you can say that a little bit. <laughs> so I would that... say I I give that a four out of five. I I really quite enjoyed it more than okay. I thought I was going to. I'm so. still upset. Now You See Me too was not Now You See Me T O O colon Now yeah. You Don't. Yeah, what? a lot of like... missed opportunities. <laughs> exactly. Uh, that's, Shannon, that's a long title. What have, you, what have you been consuming? Uh, well, uh, God damn it, the mass singer man pissed me <laughs> off this week. It was because it, it was the Rudy Giuliani one. Okay, that's I was going to ask yeah. you about this because you told us about this like weeks ago. Oh, months ago. Yeah, yeah it was and, in the news. And then it's I been saw in the news it. twice now. Yeah, I saw uh, it in the news again, and I was like, "What has happened?" So, here? I mean, they filmed it a long time ago, and uh-huh. that's when it broke, and now and that then, it was broadcast. And so but here here's are. what they did: they they unmasked him, but they didn't show like uh, Ken John and uh, people walking off. Really? Yeah, it was just yeah, like I Rudy Giuliani. I only saw Lame. that because like there were clips on Twitter of Ken Jeong leaving, and then Jenny McCarthy and the other one are like, "Yeah, we love fascism." Yeah, no, no, and then maybe <laughs> and then honestly, oh no, it like no, they didn't show it, but on in real life they did, and it just made me go, "Oh my god, I'm so disgusted at myself that I used to jerk off to Jenny McCarthy." <laughs> <laughs> I thought you were gonna end with something else. <laughs> yeah, I was like, all right. All right I mean, well. she's oh sorry. Man, yeah, well, right. we found out she was an anti-vaxxer. We yeah. were just like, yeah, okay, I can do this. And uh, I'll just uh, finish up. Uh, uh, I watched a really good movie. I really enjoyed it on Netflix. It's called uh, Metal Lords. Uh, oh, I, let us know, because I'm curious. I really, really enjoyed it. It's directed by the guy that made uh, uh, Nick and Nora's Infinite Playlist. And um, it's about some kids set in the modern times who love classic metal. Uh, uh, Mike, as a musician, I think you'd really enjoy this movie. Uh, I've almost watched it multiple times. I, it's got a great soundtrack for one. It's fucking just metal as fuck, and um, it's just really well done. The actors are great, and um, you know, if you ever uh, if you felt like an outcast in high school. Which I think most of us did. Um, this is a good movie for you. All right, uh, Mike. Yeah, so um, I saw Sonic Two. I think uh, the first half, my son decided it was fun to go to the bathroom every five minutes. Um, <laughs> it is. And the Have second you tried half, 
I had to stop the movie because the gentleman next to me collapsed. Um, and uh, so I got to keep help keep someone alive until the paramedics got there Whoa. and did not what terrify movie? What all movie the, was this? this was Sonic 2. I didn't yeah. know that. Should was I that, not go see Sonic 2 I tomorrow? I didn't know it was that crazy of a movie. Sounds there dangerous. Was, yeah. There was, uh, it was, um, it was really scary, honestly. So I don't know if it was good or not. What I will say is that it looked great. And I was a huge fan of Sonic and Tails when I was little. That was my generation for sure. Um, and uh, the kids, kids loved it. Um, <laughs> once they restarted the movie after about a half hour um, intermission. Cool. But um yeah, and and Moon Knight is great. Um, uh, people should be watching that. The two things that I wanted to to put a word in for uh, one is on Xbox um, Game Pass. Total War Warhammer Three is free, and uh, it's a lot of fun. And the other thing, um, I won't spoil what we're deep diving, but I will suggest that uh, well, this is related to what we are deep diving. And, and uh, um, the the Arkham games have been on my mind a lot lately. Wait, what um, are we going to deep dive that has to do with Arkham? I don't know. <laughs> deep dive. We're going to we're gonna, we're gonna deep dive Batman. We're gonna and, and people Batman. should riddles. Be... I'm going to read everybody a bunch of riddles. <laughs> we're going to do NFTs of really poorly drawn. Oh uh, fuck! <laughs> yeah. <laughs> But yeah, the the Arkham games, if you haven't played them from beginning to end, the stories in those games are amazing. And I keep coming back to them, and they were a big inspiration on uh, on Matt Reeves. Um, so check those out if you haven't. Yeah. Uh, I, uh, uh, I finished Woke on Hulu, uh, the series, oh, yeah. season two. How is that? And once again, it's, it's a great show. And uh, the reason that uh, we all should watch it is we can see where we uh, we liberals are trying to do the right thing, but oftentimes we are our own worst enemies. Yeah, Let me just, I'll just our own. I'll just put it that way. Yeah, <laughs> you know, I mean, someone's trying to do something good for the homeless, and then somebody will get in their face and say, "Well, what are you doing about this other thing?" Mm-hmm. You know, and you're like, "Well, I'm doing this." I, <laughs> you you're know, a so terrible pro- person. One yeah. problem at a time, folks. <laughs> so, yeah, that's that you watch. It's funny. It's entertaining. And you'll learn something before it's done. Uh, I did watch uh, The Batman, and uh, we will do a deep dive. I just have two things to say about it. Uh, best Batman costume ever, in my opinion. And secondly, uh, uh, I, I like, oh, I like Mr. Battinson. He's great. Uh, but, but the final thing is that the Riddler's final scheme, I won't say what it is, scared the hell out of me. Because it could happen. Uh, that's that's why I was gripping my armrest as I was watching the end of the Batman there. Uh, yeah. Quite good. But, of course, Moon Knight is the greatest show on TV. But anyway. Outer range. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> games. Hole. Games, Thanos hole. <laughs> uh, let's see. Not a whole lot of awesomeness coming out this week. Uh Early access to Dune Spice Wars on PC, which, if I remember correctly, is is an RTS. If you like yeah. the RTS uh, games, it, so you get early access to that. Spice Wars? Is that just Dune? Yeah, it's called Dune Spice Wars. Oh, Dune yeah. Spice Wars. Yeah. I missed the Dune, Dune part. I was too busy. <laughs> One of the Honestly, first... I was too busy thinking about Spice Girls. <laughs> That's where One I of went. The first <laughs> real-time strategy games was Dune. That's Dune what two. inspired. Yeah, yeah that's it was what called inspired Dune Two. Warcraft was uh, Westwood and... Studios. Yep. yep. Yeah. So 
the 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 new spice war thing looks great i don't know if it's good yet because it isn't it the alpha tony or yeah it's early access so it's not it's not representative of what the game will be like when they're actually done developing it but you get you're going to get a really good idea of what they're going for uh let's see also um king arthur knight's tale uh, knight's tale that i don't know what that is it's not related to the movie but it's there either one knight's tale or king arthur (laughs) yeah Zombie Army 4, Dead War on the Switch. Let's go. Go kill some zombies. Uh, Rogue Legacy 2. If you're a fan of the first Rogue Legacy game, then you'll you'll probably want to pick this one up. Uh, Nintendo Switch Sports comes out this week. Now that is interesting because it's actually a sequel to the pack-in game that was sold with every Nintendo Wii, where you had the Wii Bowling and the Wii Tennis and everything like that. So now they made another version of it for the Switch, which it uses motion controls and everything. So it's going to be one that you're going to want to, or have to for that matter, dock your Switch and play it on your TV and use the motion controls that are there with the uh, the Wii, or not Wii. the Wii, but the Joy-Pads. The Joy-Cons, yeah. Joy-Cons, Wait, which game yeah. was this? We, we, we shatter our televisions with... by throwing our controllers at them. <laughs> yeah. Put that strap on. Put that strap on. Excuse me? Uh, what game this was this? Is, Nintendo Switch Sports. Oh. That's just what it's, it's just a generic, you know, title for that one. And then uh, Ravenous Devils comes out this week. Ravenous it's a, Devils? It's a thing. Okay. And, uh, Is it like Exo... Hungry Hungry Hippos except with Satan? Yeah, they're devils <laughs> and they I would play eat that. angel food cake instead of marbles. Oh, wow. Um, <laughs> and then something called Exophobia. That's all. All right, there we go. Thank you very much, uh, Mr. B. Huh? Yes? Uh, eat was... more ham. <laughs> okay. Thanos hole. 